Hey, what's up, everybody? So, uh, a little little background on that competition Derek was talking about. Uh, I might need your help in a little bit because uh, whenever he's preaching, he starts a workout. And uh, I do believe that those calories he got from that preaching workout is what put him over the top. So, that's, uh, that's that. But anyways, you're... I don't think I've seen you here before. Hey, what's up, man? I'm Dawson. Caden, nice to meet you. Uh, so, where do you work at, man? What do you do for a living? Okay, sweet, sweet. What, what is that? I put people to work at some of the different uh, factories in the Morristown area. Okay, cool, cool. That's, that's pretty cool. And, like, you look pretty familiar, too. Have I, like, what, what do you work at? Oh, that's right, yeah. I, I, I've uh, worked out there a couple of times. So I think that's probably where I've seen you. You look familiar. Well, it's nice to have you guys here. So uh, the uh, title of this message is uh, Sidelined. And uh, I don't really have too much on that so far, but um, kind of like that, that conversation I just had with those guys. Raise your hand if you've ever had like a conversation meeting somebody like that. I see a few hands and a few liars. So, uh, but anyways, um, yeah, it's, it's kind of funny because whenever we introduce somebody or we, we know our coworkers, we know it as Karen, the secretary, or John, the inspector, we, we kind of give ourselves these, these titles about what we, what we do in the world, what, what, our, what our role is, and that is so much different than what uh, like the kingdom of God sees us by. So can you go to the next one? Here in the world, we go by what we do whether it's what you, what you do for a job, or, or sometimes it's even being a, a, a fiancé, a, a brother, um, a wife. We, we put titles on, on what we do, and that matters nothing to God. Um, and I've got some scripture on that, if you guys don't believe me. So uh, we're going to be doing Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 through 9. And you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of power of the air, the spirit that is now in work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. But God, being rich in mercy because of the great love which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved. And raised us up with him and seated us with him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So that in the coming of the ages, he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. For by grace, you have been saved through faith. Take a, take a, take a mental note of that. By grace, you have been saved through faith. And this is not of your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. Man, isn't that so awesome? Like, God is, has so much grace. He doesn't care what we do. He, he just, he just has, a, has, a, has a gift to give to us, and that's uh, saving us from what, what I talked about at the beginning, because before that we were children of wrath, living for the world, for ourselves, inherently not good. And, um, but God just came through and gave us the, the, the gift of grace. But not only that, he gifted us with the, the, the actual faith, the ability to have that. So, I mean, it's nothing that we do, completely given from God, that we're saved. 
And this, this can be a little bit tricky. Um, can you go on to the next one? Right, so like nothing to do, or what we do has nothing to do with receiving God's grace. So no matter how many people you save, how many spiritual conversations you have, how many times you, you come to church, and how many times you've read through the Bible, it doesn't matter. God still loves you. And I've got a little story on that. So there's, there's a picture about to show up. Uh, this is me, number 21, um, playing football back in high school. And this was in practice, actually, uh, because I really didn't get that much time on the playing field. Like, all, all you guys last night from the football game, no, I suck. I suck pretty bad. So I practiced, what, like two hours a day, uh, five days a week. I gave it everything. But when, when it came to game time, I sat the sidelines. I mean, I was on kickoff sometimes, but uh, besides that, nothing. And man, isn't it like so easy for us to like do that as believers? We, we, we come to church, we read the Bible, we do everything right, but whenever the uh, game time shows up, we sit on the sidelines. And in, in fact, looking at uh, uh, Ephesians 2, 1 through 9, as we talked about earlier, it's kind of easy to see where some people... Uh, can can kind of see that because nothing that we do is gonna grant us our salvation whatsoever. But uh, there's there's something at the end of that which I like to call the Jesus clause, which is where Jesus kind of comes in, or, or God brings up Jesus and kind of puts like a little little asterisk on it, uh, just like a like a, like a special note. And this is Ephesians uh, chapter two verse ten. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand, that we should walk in them. So, we are not saved because of the works, but we are created for them. Okay, that's a little bit murky, I know, but we're going we're gonna to like dive a little bit deeper into that. Just know that we were created for works in Christ Jesus. So, thank you. Uh, and then... Uh, can you go on to the next one? Back in Ephesians 2, we saw that we were saved by grace through faith. And faith is really important, and we're going to dive pretty deep into that. So whenever we're saved, whenever we're reborn, everything changes. There's, there's no going back. Like whenever I was born, it was like one-way street. No, 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 no going back. So and everything changes. And uh, can you hop on. We should see... Uh, a change, a heart shift. Ah, uh, you guys, shift, church, anybody? When we were when we were reborn, nothing stays the same. And this kind of makes me think of uh, my relationship with Mela. Uh, whenever uh, I first met her, there was there was a connection, and we, we grew our love. But if that hadn't happened, and some random girl called me up, like, "Hey, I'm at home. I need some Dunkin'. Can you can you bring me some?" I'd been like. You're crazy. No, I'm not going to drive 20 minutes and burn all this gas and wait half an hour in line at Dunkin' just to bring you something. I don't know who you are. But we've we founded a relationship, and we, we found love in that. And because the love was, was there first, that's why well, I, I get her Dunkin' like seven or eight times a week. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but it, it's, 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 that, it's that love there. So like the... The, the, the same thing with with God. It's we uh, whenever whenever we find Him and start falling in love with Him, our heart shifts. We like instead of going in our own lane, 
we, we, we merge over to uh, align our hearts with, with, with Christ. So we're, we're, in a, we're in a new lane. We're in a different person. And everything should change. And that's going to be pretty evident in, in everything that we do. Uh, and in fact, we, we can't have faith apart from works. Not that we're saved by the works. None whatsoever. There, like I said, there's nothing we can do to, to earn our salvation. But in uh, James, it, it talks about this a little bit more, a whole lot better than I can word it. What good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can that faith save him? If our brother or sister is poorly clothed, lacking in daily clothing, and one of you says to them, go in peace and be warm and filled without giving them the things needed for the body, what good is that? So also, also, I need some water. Faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. I don't, I don't know about you guys, but a uh, dead faith, that doesn't sound too good. But someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith apart from your works and I will show you my faith by my works. That's pretty powerful stuff right there. Um, so faith and works just go hand in hand. Like I was saying, once we uh, align our hearts from God, people start seeing that. I mean, if we, if, if we get saved and we, and we say we have faith, but there's, there's no actions, anything to back that up. That's that dead faith, which doesn't, it, it doesn't sound too good. I definitely don't want that. Um, so, yeah, uh, whenever our heart changes, our actions change. So, right, get off the sidelines. Um, okay, can you uh, go on? So, anybody heard of the term hook, line, and sinker? Any, where's my fisherman at? All right, well, that's... That's not a new thing. I mean, it's here in James. You believe that God is one. Hook. You do will. Line. Even the demons that believe in shudder. Sinker. So, right, I mean, there's demons. Demons have faith because that's, that's, that's believing in God. But their works are so contradictory to that, it is not even funny. Do you want to be shown, you foolish person, that faith apart from works is useless? Which it, it, it totally is. I mean, we were we were given this 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 gift of grace, this gift of the ability to have faith. So why not turn around and do everything that we can to to give this gift to the world? You know. So now that we know that we're not saved because of our faith, but but because God gave us that 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 grace and that ability to have faith, what now? We have this faith. We know we're supposed to do, do nothing with it. What do we do? Well, uh, in Ephesians 2.10, it says that we were created for good works in Christ Jesus. So I don't think it could be much more fitting than have Jesus tell us what, what we need to do. In uh, Matthew 19, or 28.19-20, Go, therefore, make disciples of all nations, baptizing in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. So we've got faith. What do we do? I mean, it, it, it's simple. Go. Make, make disciples of, of, of all nations. Um, 
be that light into people's lives, whether it's that coworker that, that, that you sat beside for the past 20 years or your, your, your brother who's, who's fallen on hard times. Be that light. Don't be someone who's uh, just, just going to keep this gift in, in a box. Just open it up. Let, let it overflow because as, as you're poured into, then turn around and then pour that back out. So I just, I just want to challenge you guys. Uh, be faithful. Know that there's nothing you can do to earn God's grace, God's love, and, and, and that salvation. But don't take it with, with, with a grain of salt. <laughs> Return the favor and uh, save somebody else. All right. Uh, let's, uh, I know it's a short one, but. I guess uh, if, if, if you don't care to join me in some prayer, God, thank you so much for this.